Today we're going to uh, complete uh, session 42, law of one received March 22, 1981, and um, you can see we're getting deep into deeper into uh, metaphysics of spiritual path. What is balancing? Uh, how to develop attention? Uh, what is the relationship between uh, chakra activations and service to other? And what are some of the principles of service to other? <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, and uh, it's very, very useful information. So last time we actually stopped sort of uh, in the middle of the discussion of that started with 4212, uh, where Don was asking uh, from the last session, 41, which we haven't, which we'll pull back to next time, uh, that if one is uh, conscious enough of um, how it is that um, any particular disease or body illness was formed, the workings of catalyst uh, that led to a problem or the, our distorted response to catalyst or our issues that are the basis of problems, uh, we may be able to do um, what Ra, basically uh, th there's, some, there's some language and some approach here that I don't follow. So we have to just, I have to explain where Don is coming from and how Ra answered and how I see that, which is a bit different than Don's take uh, and how I see Ra's answer, which is a little bit beyond what Ra said, because they were addressing Don's particular perspective. Don was asking about uh, reprogramming, techniques of programming. Personally, I don't use that term for self-transformation, but Don, did, Don does, and Ra did somewhat, uh, and also talked about program catalyst, which just means pre-incarnatively programmed or planned life experiences which act as catalyst to trigger or stimulate our um, spiritual growth, our personal development, which is clearance of chakra blockages, one, two, three, generally, healing and balance, by um, the need to make a optimal, good, positive, helpful response to the catalyst. You know, whatever is difficult, uh, if we want to be well or remain well, We'll have to handle it. How to handle it? Well, <coughs> cough, cough. That's one way to handle it. Uh, we would uh, understand the nature of our difficulty, which may be very reasonable um, if the catalyst or the situation is very taxing or challenging, yet uh, we can observe or recognize that we have some work to do that we're not really in balance. And the work of moving back to balance by uh, spiritual self-healing or love, acceptance, understanding, know yourself, accept yourself, forgive yourself with careful direction of the will, um, true self-healing, uh, that work was the purpose for which uh, that catalyst was planned before we were born. Why do people end up with certain parents? Uh, because of the catalyst offered by 
the personality of those parents, among other things. And the uh, personality of the parents and the living situation, this and that, uh, represents what Rawls calling program catalyst. Likewise, um, when there's body illness that may be um, healed or, or improved or worked upon by fasting, um, Don is sort of in 42.12 saying that rather than fasting or physical activity, uh, by concentration of will and faculty of faith alone, one may reprogram or be free of the illness or have the same effect that the fasting would have had without doing the fasting or the diet or body disciplines. So, uh, Ra explained that, that doing physical uh, body improvement method mechanisms like fasting and diet, uh, sleeping more, this, that, and the other thing, which are helpful, sure, to the body, are mainly helpful uh, to the mind and that um, the way of being free of body body illness as well as ma mind distortion um, basically is the self-healing mechanism whether it's done with body activities or not meaning you can heal a disease by mind alone now you can heal a disease by fasting depending on the you know if it's a disease it's or a problem that's associated with um, the need to release unwanted material, Ross said. And Don is basically saying, okay, well, uh, how can, what are the techniques of programming which Higher Self uses to ensure, there's no insurance, by the way, to, uh, to, to set up a situation in which the hope is that particular lessons are learned? or attempted by us in our 3D existence, uh, higher self programs a catalyst and we deal with it. And the dealing with it um, optimally, ideally, at best will help us, you know, will be our growth. And at best will lead, in this case, to, um, you know, freedom from disease or have the same effect that the fasting would have in a certain case. And Don is sort of saying, well, what does higher self do to ensure, as if there could be some guarantee, that desired lessons are learned? There actually isn't any insurance. Uh, but Ross' answer, it doesn't explain what higher self does. You see, this is all very subtle, you see. Da's got his own bias, and Ra has their own understanding of what to, what to, what to address. So Don, Don has a bias that has some distortion in it. Not that I'm free of distortion, but Don has some distortion, just like everybody has some distortion in their view. And uh, Ra may not even be addressing it, but uh, address some other aspect of what the, the, the deeper matter is, or what the real matter is. So rather than answer Don's question as to the techniques of programming higher self uses uh, to to make sure that we learn Ra actually talks about the technique of growing or nurturing will and faith uh, development of will and faith which Ra said um, uh, previously in the last session was this other way of healing the body by working by mind 
my you know mind based it's like you know um you know positive thought movements or affirmation or um doing meditation to heal the body uh and so uh, not needing fasting or diet or changed uh, body um activity one may heal the body by mind alone when there is sufficient concentration of will and faith you know yeshua healed the lepers and said your faith healed you um while previously any medical treatment the lepers did didn't work likewise lots of people do lots of medical treatment alternative treatment and don't get better why because uh, the mind hasn't learned something yet so now uh don uh, don's question was answered by ra in a different way and ra basically then begins to explain how it is that we can develop will and faith and that's by focusing attention or concentration and so the way of mind based healing bodily healing as well as mind based um self transformation of mind uh goes through the 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 way of focused attention concentration focusing on one thing and ra said thus this is 4212 thus it is a matter of wishing to become able to collect one's attention and hold it upon the desired programming now they don't explain how that how that's done and a lot of people do that and don't make something better so it's all very subtle and uh, one would need a deeper discussion of what this means to hold upon the desired programming if that desire for being different being free of the disease mechanism that one thought the fasting would eliminate or the diet change uh one needs to more fully understand the problem and the cause of the problem uh and not simply uh go over the top and try to fix on I'm healed you know every day in every way I'm better and better every day in every way I'm better and better and do that you know robotically that doesn't really do it and that's not what raw means by holding mind's attention upon desired programming so all of this requires a, a bit of unpacking and analysis but raw saying that this um collection of attention focusing of attention direction of attention in one uh, it, it's not simply you know any direction of attention it's a focused direction of attention on the issues associated with the body illness and the corresponding distortions in mind if then one can do that that then strengthens will to be able to do that to be able to sit in meditation is a strengthening of will or the longer one can sit quietly the stronger the will becomes uh i believe as chongsu said power gathers where there is stillness very true ross said then that activity entire activity can only occur where their faith where faith exists uh where their faith where there exists faith that an outcome of this discipline is possible and so one must have faith in oneself to be able to do this kind of mind based body healing one must have faith in oneself to be able to know what spiritual practice is true and authentic and helpful and beneficial 
and ought to be um, ought to be followed and uh, continued. One must trust oneself to discern what's helpful and what's not. Then uh, Ra Don was asking for exercises to help increase attention span. And um, 42.13, we went over this last week. We don't have to go over it again. But basically, Ra was presenting two forms of visualization. Visualization is not the only type of spiritual practice valuable for increasing attention span or uh, this natural strengthening of will that comes from focused attention. There are other types of practice that increase the attention span or focus attention or develop concentration or one-pointedness. Ra is saying that uh, in terms of visualization there are two ways. Uh, first is that which has personal inspirational quality to the meditator, I'm talking about meditation, uh, and that's associated with religion. The second is associated with, with magical traditions, occult, white magic, and black magic too. Uh, visualizing simple shapes and colors with no inspirational quality, not an emotionally tied visualization. And Ross saying though, uh, it's suggested that one or the other path towards visualization be chosen. And um, I think that's true. I don't use that. I don't use, I have never really focused on visualization as a technique, uh, but uh, some people, you know, do very well with it, and other people get trapped and stuck in it. 42.14, the new material. As a youth, I was trained, Don's question, as a youth, I was trained in the engineering sciences, which include the necessity for three-dimensional visualization for the processes of design. Would this be helpful or a foundation for the type of visualization that you're speaking of, or would it have no value? Don doesn't trust himself so much here. He knows that it had value for him, but he's asking if Ra would say it has no value for visualization, but he knows that it does. Obviously it does, but he doesn't trust his own knowing. That's my take. And Ra's answer is, to you, the questioner, this experience was valuable, of course. Then, to a less sensitized entity, less sensitized entity, it would not gain the proper increase of concentrative energy. And Don follows this up, and I'll, I'll pair these and reply or comment in pair. Forty-two fifteen. Then the less sensitized entity uh, should use dot dot dot. What should he use for the proper energy? Now, I wouldn't even talk this way. I mean, Ross taught phrase, concentrative energy. Um, everything's energy. Uh, thought is energy. Mm, vibration is energy. The seven rays are energy. I would talk about, I would, I would use the term concentration. Uh, as foundation for visualization, for Don, so for someone such as Don, for someone technically minded, who probably had a, a, a very good visualization capacity uh, pre-incarnatively. That's why he went into engineering sciences, material sciences and physics. Um, he had a good mind for this already. Uh, but what we're really talking about is development of concentration. We don't have to add on the phrase energy. Everything's energy. Um, and that energy is light. But uh, obviously, uh, what you choose uh, ought to suit you. 
And so Ra's answer at 42.15 is, in the less sensitized individual, the choosing of personally inspirational images is appropriate. Whether this inspiration be the rose, which is a perfect beauty, the cross, which is a perfect sacrifice, the Buddha, which is the all-being-in-one, capital A and O, or whatever else may inspire the individual. Now, um, this really means uh, of the two types of visualization, the first type using inspirational imagery, often in religion, often associated with some heart feeling, emotional feeling, uh, is better for the less sensitized entity. Uh, for the more sensitized entity, um, images of no emotional charge or emotional heart association may well be better. Depends, depends, you see. But there is a difference between less sensitized and more sensitized. Sensitized means what? As, as I've said many times, the entirety of a spiritual path, in my view, is the development of sensitivity. People say, oh, I'm so emotional, I'm so sensitive. I say, no, you're not sensitive enough. You're not sensitive to love and wisdom enough. You're only sensitive to the emotional sensorium of feeling associated in body. You're not associated with wisdom, comprehension of causality. You're not associated with love and unconditional acceptance. Not sensitized to love and acceptance. Not sensitized to wisdom comprehension adequately. And if they're still with me, they might agree. They're actually, I wouldn't say that to everybody in the same way. But uh, the adept, adeptus, is uh, six-dimensionally sensitive. Gautama and Nityananda, they're eight-dimensionally eight sensitive. The logos, uh, you know, is omniscient, omnipotent, and omnipresent. Is that sensitive? Yeah, it seems to me the summit of sensitivity. And so, clearly, some people are more sensitive than others. That means uh, uh, sentient, uh, basically, the, the perceptual, the, the key, keenness of mental perception, the keenness of conceptual uh, ability, the ability to very sensitively or very finely discern or ascertain or register, recognize, perceive, cognize uh, subtle dynamics of life around us and within. To be able to see clearly, to be able to see fine line, to be able to, uh, you know, draw with a, uh, a fine, fine artist pencil, this kind of thing. Um, that's what the spiritual path is all about. Or that's one way of understanding the progress of soul evolution. And so, yes, there are less sensitized energy entities, and there are more sensitized entities. It's called young soul and old soul. An old soul is more sensitized, and a young soul is less. People have asked me, and I've thought myself, why do they throw garbage in the beautiful uh, nature? Um, they don't see. They don't feel. It is, it's a problem. They throw their garbage wrappers, you know, in the state park, and uh, by the side of the river, and by the side of the road and the side of their house they don't know they don't care no problem well that's nice but that's actually um sullying your home uh, dirtying yourself uh, but they don't see that they don't think so fine cool but uh there is something there is a spectrum a continuum of sensitivity just like there's a spectrum a continuum of morality 
ethical behavior, harmlessness. Just like there's a there's a spectrum of intellect, capacity for for wisdom, comprehension. Just like there's a spectrum of discernment, in all cases. <coughs> I'm just getting over a horse throat. Hours and hours and hours of hardcore talking, weekly. It's not that many hours, but it's uh, enough for me. And uh, trying to um, change the fifth ray or uh, sweeping the cobwebs from the blue from the blue ray. Uh, interestingly, we see Christian uh, symbology and then Buddhist symbology in the answer forty two fifteen. The rose, the cross, Rosicrucian, Rosy Cross, the rose associated with, with uh, perfect beauty, cross associated with perfect sacrifice. And that, those are very standard and uh, very deep level symbolic significance um, understandings of rose and cross, uh, which we should remember. Uh, flower is associated with beauty, and um, the cross is associated with the the uh, junction of horizontal vertical, the um, the middle midpoint between spirit and matter, the vertical peak spirit and bottom pole matter up down and right left being positive negative path or choice or self and other relationship activity on the physical plane um, and the uh, position in the middle of the cross is uh, akin to um, the human life in general. We, we in a sense, are suspended upon the cross. I wrote a whole essay, I think in high school, years ago, called um, uh, something Gnostic Views of the Cross and the Crucifixion. And um, very deep stuff about Gnostic, Gnostic views of Christ as a perfect sacrifice uh, as, a, as an E.T., actually. Yeshua, Jesus, was understood by the Gnostics as an extraterrestrial, actually, directly. Then we have the Buddha, which is all being in one. Uh, all being in one is a totality. A totality, the all in one. One is all, all is one. All is one. All that we perceive as separate is one field, one life. And the wholeness or the totality of that all uh, expresses itself through each one, each apparently separate one. Ra said, in each infinitesimal part of your being resides the one infinite creator in all its power. So in each tiny, tiny aspect of your self or your sense of self, body, mind, spirit, in each fingernail, in each uh, strand of hair, um, exists or manifests the one infinite creator in all its power. And now that may lead somebody to insanity or grandiosity. Not me. But uh, it's also um, a metaphysical fact uh, that all is one and one is all. That's what the law of one really means. And so Buddha, uh, as, a, as a guy or as a symbol, um, represents totality, um, the boundless uh, expressing itself through the bounded or the infinite um, that is the heart of the finite, Om Mani Padma Hum, 
or mani pemehum, praise to the jewel, um, the jewel in lotus. What jewel? The jewel of all being, in the lotus of each one, in the heart of each one, in the manifestation of each apparently separate self or mind body spirit complex. Omani pemehum, omani patbhavum. So, this is very useful. <laughs> Forty-two sixteen. Hope you're having fun. I had one experience in meditation, which I spoke of before, which was very profound, approximately 20 years ago, a little less. What disciplines would be most applicable to recreate the situation and this type of experience? The, the keen will perk up their ears because a distortion, distorted wrong view has been a pre apprehended. Ra's answer, your experience would best be approached from the ceremonial magical stance. Uh, however, the wanderer or adept shall have the far greater potential for this type of experience, which, as you've undoubtedly analyzed to be the case, is one of an archetypal nature, one belonging to the roots of cosmic consciousness. Dawn follows up, was that in any way related to golden dawn in ceremonial magic? And Ross says the relationship was congruency, meaning yes, not only related to uh, golden dawn ceremonial magic practice ritual that he was doing, but was directly a manifestation of uh, ceremonial magic of the golden dawn lineage that he was doing. Now, what's the, the point here? Well, number one, Don is trying to recreate an experience. Number two, he's wondering, how can I do that? Number three, Ra is saying, if you wanted to, or if you tried that, you'd best be basically doing more of what you did before that got that last time, which was a ceremonial magical stance, meaning a position uh, of performance of ceremonial magic according to uh, the guidelines of that tradition. Ra said, I don't know why they said that, but they said the wanderer or adept. The wanderer is not necessarily an adept, please, but um, in, in many ways the essential uh, development of a wanderer, primarily of a six-density wanderer, of whom, which is the majority, the, the wanderer, the six-density wanderer is essential Achievement is akin to the adept. However, down here on the ground, Ross said that um, wanders become completely the creature of their density in mind and body. And so, in the in the spirit complex field, so say with six seven chakras in the head, um, the adeptus um, of the wanderer's essential evolution um, remains and is available. Uh, to the extent that there we are stuck in first, you know, lower chakra blockage, and haven't done the purificatory work, purificate purification work of uh, chakras one through five, we're not going to be really accessing it in a stable way from spirit complex down into my body. And so, uh, while wanderers are uh, essentially in their spirit complex or in their essential being which we'll return to, when we're finished here, uh, akin to the adept, surely uh, it's a mistake for who wanders to think I'm an adept, they're an adept, wow, 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 it's uh, a little grandiosity and wrong, in my view. Ra saying that the wanderer, 
whose essence is akin to adep, would have a far greater potential for such, um, you know, transcendental uh, breakthrough, multidimensional uh, peak experience. Um, which means Ross sort of saying, "Well, you're as a, as you you as a wanderer, um, you know, naturally had some access to that, and uh, therefore." You know, it may be wanderers may be more amenable or more, uh, more um, the the potential for a wanderer to have a peak spiritual experience may be greater than others. Actually, doesn't mean that a wanderer is an adept. Doesn't mean that lower chakras are cleared, uh, nor that the person um, is is you know highly virtuous or wise and clear, but based on the Wanderer's, um, you know, multi-incarnational achievement uh, before coming into this body, um, the Wanderer is familiar with um, multi-dimensional uh, spiritual awakening, for sure. But uh, it, it depends on how we live our life here. Uh, and Raj is saying that whatever the experience was, which is not explained here, Don's experience was comparable to uh, archetypal, um, the, the, the realm of archetypal significance belonged to the roots of cosmic consciousness. You know, Gautama doesn't talk that way. This is just a, one particular way of looking at it. Cosmic consciousness is associated with infinity, with the Logos, with the seven-dimensional system, with the source of light. And so this may have been a contact with intelligent infinity. Uh, but the issue of uh, seeking to reproduce it is a problem. And 42, 18, and 19, and uh, this will be also, I'll respond or explain in the pair. Don says, then in attempting to reproduce this experience, would I then best follow practices of the order of the Golden Dawn in reproducing this? And Ra uh, slaps him down fast and says, to attempt to reproduce an initiatory experience is to move, shall we say, backwards. However, the practice of this form of service to others, so obviously he was using order of the golden dawn methodology and technique in service to other, which is not always the case, I believe, for folks like that. But, Ra said, the practice of this form of service to others is appropriate, in your case, working with your associates. It is not well for positively polarized entities to work singly. The reasons for this are obvious. And Don queried, wondering, perhaps excitedly, then this experience was a form of initiation? Ross says, yeah. Now, initiation doesn't mean that, you know, you are now a god-man. It means that um, there's a breakthrough to expanded, uh, to a semi-permanent or a stabilized new uh, plateau or sphere of greater consciousness, uh, a permanent and stabilized or stabilizing um, expansion of awareness that remains. And every contact with intelligent infinity would be like that. Ye meanwhile, there are many other kinds of initiation. Uh, a person, you know, whose heart has been blocked for a long time uh, has some kind of experience with their loved one, 
or observing someone or observing a sunset or a sunrise or anything many types of catalyst may well open heart uh, solidly consciously with with um, clear comprehension of what it's all about for the first time when that happens it may be called an initiation into green ray so not not you know we shouldn't get grandiose on this uh, there are many initiations major and minor along the spiritual path and these are akin to quantum leaps forward akin akin to uh, relatively they, they are permanent okay meaning uh, one doesn't backtrack um, in Gautama master Gautama Buddha's teaching of Sotapanna first stage awakening in Buddhism the one who is the Sotapanni will never be reborn in the, the lower realms of uh, animal hungry ghost preta or, or hell lower astral it's said that they'll never be reborn there they may venture but they don't stay long and so um, there are many initiations along the way major and minor meanwhile to attempt to reproduce any um, peak uh, beatific glorious spiritual emergence or initiatic experience is going backwards the, the goal is not to try to repeat the same thing again and again I mean I've had countless experiences more than I even remember um, that were profoundly precious to me I mean uh, greatly precious in the experience of and I don't even remember them. <laughs> now, is that good or bad? I don't know. But um, it's water under the bridge, you know. Can't step in the. You you cannot step in the same waters twice. For you and the river is not the same, my dear Heraclitus said. And so, um, go forward, you know. Um, uh, the best is yet to come. Today, you know, God lives here. Uh, yesterday is your fantasy, same as your imagine of tomorrow. So, uh, contact with intelligent infinity, you know, and, and Buddhists, Buddhist monks understood that, and teachers understood that. You know, if you try to get, uh, you know, try to reproduce certain peak experiences um, that, are, that are breaking new ground. We're not talking about higher jhanas or higher trances, which are beautiful and can be reproduced by the uh, skillful yogi uh, but we're talking about uh, breakthroughs uh, quantum leaps or um, major uh, events of um, dissolving barriers to perception and expanded consciousness and awareness and being coming back to oneself and back to truth um, cannot really shouldn't be uh, attempted to be reproduced um, and then the other point here is that it's not well for positively polarized entities to work singly um, this also is a first pass because the monk in the in the far in the forest or the yogi in the cave is he working singly alone singly um, maybe yes maybe no depends on what he's what's happening in mind 
Just because the body is alone doesn't mean the mind is um, without relationship. So, meanwhile, um, it is a good thing that those on the positive path um, have community. Community is essential to awakening, but Thomas said. I mean, it's, it's, he said something, you know, it's the whole, W-H-O-E, it's the whole of the spiritual path being um, wise association with spiritual friends and helpers, meaning a sangha, a truly sincere community of those who are seeking, you know, complete transformation in love and virtue. So um, we should be careful when we become isolated. Uh, and it's not a good idea to isolate oneself yet. Sometimes it's necessary to uh, take a break from relationship, obviously. 4220, uh, two more questions. going to end here. Uh, Don said, using the teach-learning relationship of parent to child, what type of actions would demonstrate the activation of each energy center in sequence from red through violet. Sorry, I make a little fun of Don sometimes, um, but I have a little disdain for the mechanistic scientific approach because it's the basis for the human view, which is all the rage now, that if we just get our technology together, we'll have a perfect world and world peace forever. All we need is the great technologies uh, to bring abundance and you know, plenty for all. Well, baby, Nicola brought it in, and you couldn't use it. They killed him, and they stole it, and they turned it into military weaponry. So, uh, Nikola Tesla gave us an example of uh, supreme <laughs> energy generation, naturally uh, free energy for all, and, uh, you know, he was uh, killed and his material trans translated into weaponry. So it isn't technology that's going to save this humanity. I mean, humanity is beyond this. This humanity is already finished with the cycle. But and if you think that there's going to be some kind of uh, revolution of white knights, um, uh, I think that's a lovely thought. But uh, I don't think that it's uh, corresponding to anything. Uh, anything that's going to happen before dimensional shift. Meanwhile, uh, this type of thinking, we simply must demonstrate, what, what are the actions we must do to demonstrate activation of each energy center in sequence? That's not the path. And the idea that technology will save us or uh, the proper performance of um, uh, determined procedures in sequence will lead to freedom is wrong. The problem is one of morality and um, balance is not a, a rigid affair. And Ra hits Don again and says, uh, this shall be the last full query of this working. The entity, adult, child or adult, is not an instrument to be played. This very serious um, uh, rebuttal or a corrective uh, teaching here, you are not an instrument to be played. The world is not an instrument 
to be manipulated and played. You may try it, but that's the way the negatives go. That's not love. Ra goes on, and I'll complete it. The appropriate teach-learning device of parent to child is the open-hearted beingness of the parent and the total acceptance of the beingness of the child. This will encompass whatever material the child has brought into the life experience in this plane, P-L-A-N-E. Next paragraph. There are two things especially important in this relationship other than the basic acceptance of the child by the parent, which was the first paragraph there. Firstly, of the two other things. Firstly, the experience of whatever means the parent uses to worship and give thanksgiving to the one infinite creator should, if possible, be shared with the child upon a daily basis, as you would say. Secondly, the compassion of parent to child may well be tempered by the understanding that the child entity shall learn the biases of service to others or service to self from the parental other self. This is the reason that some discipline is appropriate in the teach learning. This does not apply to the activation of any one energy center for each entity is unique and each relationship with self and other self doubly unique. The guideline givens or guidelines given are only general for this reason. Now, this is a very solid answer. Number one, children, adults, humans, beings are not mechanical instruments to be played. You are not a thing. And Ra said, you know, the mind-body-spirit complex is more rather like a tone poem. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is a very, very... Uh, important view for the people who have a mechanistic approach to either, you know, world salvation or their own. Uh, it's not the um, careful, rigid, or careful performance of rigid uh, procedures that does the trick. It just is not that way. You cannot um, Tibetan bowl ring your way to full awakening. You cannot uh, vegan your way to perfect health. If you think that way, you will get sick. And the people who use nice diet and stay sick are missing a point. And uh, the people who do, you know, a careful performance of proscribed sequential ritual don't necessarily open heart well. Can you appreciate the beauty and smell of a flower every day? Can you appreciate the sanctity of each leaf, of each green leaf, God's green leaf, each one? Mm, you know, uh, proscribed sequence, performance of proscribed sequential ritual uh, doesn't do that. Doesn't It doesn't open real heart. And therefore people get rigid. Anyway, um, the essential way of uh, parenting, uh, the appropriate teach learning, Ross saying, is open hearted beingness and total acceptance of the beingness of child. So the parent lives in open hearted beingness and moves to total acceptance of the beingness of the child. So I live, or we seek to live, if we wish 
in open-hearted beingness and uh, total acceptance of the beingness of the other or other self or child. That's the way of right relationship. But that's not wisdom. That's heart. Open-hearted beingness. There's also clear seeing beingness. And that beingness may be a doingness, meaning I'm doing clear seeing. Uh, and there's a fundamental difference between the eyes and the ears, my brother. The eyes still retain association to voluntary muscular muscularity. The ears are beyond muscularity. The fifth ray is beyond um, voluntary contraction. The fourth ray, like the nose, like the mouth, uh, still participates in voluntary muscular contraction and expansion. Why? Because there's a fundamental difference between blue and green. How? Because the fifth ray uh, touches spirit. The, the fifth ray has access to infinite power in a way that green doesn't. And the green still persists uh, with the, um, the echoes of personalism and personality that are manifest on the face by the fact that you can open and close your eyes due to voluntary muscular expansion and contraction. Can't do it with the ears. Why? Blu-ray is fundamentally um, qualitatively different than green. It's a true. It's the first truly transpersonal center, in a way. Now, Ra's saying there are two things especially important in this relationship. The relationship of um, parent to child. We can extrapolate the relationship of uh, us to anyone we wish to help, or us to anyone we wish we are with. <laughs> but in terms of parenting, uh, these these two are a little bit specific here. Uh, two more things are all saying, other than this basic acceptance of the child by the parent. Uh, you see, the only the only way to move towards or be in total acceptance. I mean, total is, you know, kind of a high bar, but let's say uh, seeking towards full total acceptance of the beingness of the child. The only way to be there, to move that way, uh, is to know your own open-hearted beingness. If you don't know your own open-hearted beingness, um, you won't be able to accept the total beingness of another or make total acceptance of the beingness of another. You know, uh, healing is first practice on the self. Uh, the superior man makes sure he has it in him before it offers it to others. Said, uh, I don't know, Gongzi, Confucius, or I Ching. Uh, and so these things are, are, are related. Then, in terms of parenting, two more points were all mentioned. One, um, the experience uh, or sharing whatever form of worship or spiritual practice that the parent has with the child daily, if possible. So whatever religiosity or spirituality or form of worship or prayer or meditation can be shared with the child daily. Frankly, I, I'm, not, I'm not keen on 
forcing uh, seven-year-olds to sit lotus, sit full lotus in zazen, but, and some Westerners do that, then they veganize their children who get sick. I'm not really supportive of any of that, but um, introduction, age-appropriate introduction to one's religiosity, spirituality, one's values is important. Secondly, um, the, the, the in-blending of wisdom with love, and that is uh, what Ra is saying. Compassion of the parent, uh, compassion of parent to child, right? Unconditional acceptance is compassion. May well be, or really ought to be, tempered by understanding that the child uh, shall learn the biases of service to others, or service to self, uh, from the parent, uh, by the parent's sharing of. Um, uh, of discipline. Discipline in the sense of um, what they value in terms of a way, a code of conduct, a way of living, a morality. Uh, and uh, Ross says this doesn't apply to activation of any one energy center, uh, for each entity is unique, each relationship with self and other self is doubly unique. The point is that there's a lot going on here. Uh, number one, if you if anybody thinks that the raw material is from the evil uh, sun god Ra, who's another name for Lucifer and Satan, and oh my God, this is New Age, uh, New World Order, de devilry, uh, might want to read a little closer. Ra's actually uh, so beyond polarity that they're not even telling. Don, in general teachings to parents and parenting, that uh, you should be teaching them service to other, or love-based service, positive path. They're saying, the child shall learn the biases of service to other or service to self, either way, positive and negative, from the parent, meaning the parent should teach their own path of polarity. And Ra is not saying you should be, uh, Ra is obviously, you know, biased or encouraging on the positive path, but they're basically saying that um, it's normal and appropriate that the parent teach the child their own path of development, positive or negative. Would a negative say that you can choose freely, positive or negative? I don't think so. The negative will say, follow me, do what I tell you to do. Ross saying, do what you believe in, follow yourself, follow what you believe to be true and important and share it with your child, just as we can share it with anyone, but many people are not receptive. So to me, that's very um, admirable and uh, very high-minded that Ra's actually saying uh, uh, it's normal or it's appropriate that the parent shares with the child their own biases of, of path, of spiritual path, a positive or negative path. I mean, negative entities uh, are not, um, you know, choice encouraging. They're choice denying and will damaging. Ra is will supportive, free will supportive, and choice encouraging. Completely. Profoundly. So if you think that this is, uh, you know, Osiris Ra from the sun god, devilry, Luciferian, yada yada yada, then you probably are in the wrong school.
Meanwhile, <clears throat> meanwhile, um, Ra is pulling it together and saying, um, you'll see by this discussion that all of this sharing of parent to child, a way of being a parent to child, is not, uh, is not uh, in the way of activation of a single energy center uh, or activation of any one sequentially from red to violet. That's not the path. Uh, because they're all working together all the time. And each entity is unique, and each relationship is unique, or doubly unique. So each person um, is vastly complex and unique, and therefore each relationship is that too. And therefore guidelines that Ra gives are only general, because you've got to make it your own. And that's the case. You've got to make this path your own. Uh, if you want a spiritual practice, you've got to find one that you believe in and um, make it your own. In my own path, I found that my practice has been the greatest teacher, meaning what opens from faithful practice, um, which is totally unique to me, my own path, uh, as everyone has their own uh, unique way. Uh, what I've learned from that unique path um, has been greater than any um, any uh, human teacher. <laughs> Not necessarily greater than any non-human teacher, but uh, greater than a human teacher, obviously. But uh, faith in oneself, believing in oneself, um, moving to trust, you know, God is within kingdom of heaven is within. Who are you? What are you? You're the one who sees the body and the one who sees the mind. The one who feels the body and the one who experiences the mind is, by definition, beyond or greater than body and mind. Then, the last for today, and I need a break, uh, Don had asked a long question which wasn't appropriate. At the end here, Ra had said, if there's a brief query, is there a brief query before we leave? 4221, Don says, if this is not brief enough, don't bother to answer it. But first, I just wondered if certain parts are always removed, the same parts removed in cattle mutilations, and is that related to the energy centers and why these parts, these particular parts, were removed? But if that's too long of an answer, I'll just ask if the dot 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 if there's anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or improve the contact. Ross said, rightly, it would be well to respond to the query at another working. The instrument is well, but we must go. And they do the closing benediction. I am Ra. I leave you, my friends, in the love and the light of the infinite creator. Go forth, then, rejoicing in the power and the peace of the one infinite creator, Adonai. Amen. Aham. So, that's that. Uh, this was uh, 42.11. How can an individual assess when energy centers within its being are activated? and in no immediate need of further attention, and which energy centers are not activated, 
and are in need of immediate attention. And uh, that was the question. And Ross said that the thoughts of an entity or our thoughts and feelings and emotions, and then least of all, its behavior, our behavior, are signposts for the teach learning of self by self. And then in the analysis of one's experiences of a diurnal cycle, meaning a day, an entity may assess what it considers to be inappropriate thoughts, behaviors, feelings, and emotions. Then in performing or examining these inappropriate, so-called inappropriate activities of mind, body, and spirit complexes, the entity may then place these distortions in proper vibrational ray and thus see where work is needed. Now, it's actually very straightforward. Uh, and so the first point is uh, observation of distortion or observation of what Ra's calling so-called inappropriate thoughts, behaviors, feelings, emotions, right? What's inappropriate? Somebody uh, screams at me when I walk in the room and I shout at them. Is that inappropriate or appropriate? Well, um, from an understanding of balance, it's imbalanced. Uh, for the fully balanced entity, no situation would have emotional charge. Whenever there's an emotional charge or sway of emotions, even positive or negative, uh, there's some distortion, there's some work needed. What work? What's the work we're talking about? We're talking about transformation of mind, body, spirit. What is that? That's work on the seven chakras. Like what? Well, where's, where's the big work needed? Hmm, perhaps second, third chakra blockages, healed by development of love, wisdom, fourth and fifth in balance, under guidance increasing development of six, or sense of our true self, or wholeness, or, you know, our greater being. That's the work. What else is the work? The work is then knowing, Ross said, the steps are only one. Um, you know, the steps of... Um, knowing mind-body, uh, development of mind-body-spirit complex. The steps are only one in terms of working with the rays, which is basically understanding all the seven rays. What does that mean? That means bringing love and understanding, unconditional acceptance uh, to uh, the activities or the areas of our personal life associated with each of the chakras, uh, particularly one, two, three. And so one, two, three is basically body, and bodily function and bodily engagement, bodily process. And two is emotional, sense of self, how we feel about ourselves, how we think about ourselves, how we are with ourselves, what's going on in the deep mind, personal unconscious, uh, emotional, uh, intellectual, mental, but particularly um, the, sen the overall sense of self. So if somebody criticizes one heavily, uh, what does one become defensive? Normally, people do. We do. Why? Because uh, the sense of self is limited or is such that uh, we cannot accept criticism. Uh, somebody yells at me when I come in the door. Uh, is it inappropriate for me to yell at them? No, it's normal. However, in raw sense, this is called distortion. It's called emotional charge. It's called being out of balance. It's called lower chakra blockage. Second, third, of course. That's where work is needed. I mean, it's, it's uh, to me, this is, uh, uh, you know, I've, I've said many, many times, Ra presents a first pass of uh, deeper teaching, advanced. This is a first pass of advanced teaching 
of all the areas that Ra discusses. And it's pretty deep, but it's still a first pass. So in the first pass, uh, Ra uses the term inappropriate activities. What's inappropriate? Well, um, in this case, it's associated with being out of balance, uh, the, the experience or generation of an emotional charge, out of, uh, not meeting experience unconditionally with acceptance and understanding, uh, not having performed fully or living well in the disciplines of personality. Disciplines of personality. Know yourself, accept yourself, become the creator. Knowledge of self, acceptance of self, and direction of the will. We all know this. So we have to remember this. That's exactly what Ra is saying. And so uh, when, and then the third chakra, as I didn't say, is uh, associated with interact, uh, relationship, group engagement, how we think about other people, how we think about society, how we act in society. That's the behavioral associated with it. But the thoughts and feelings are how we feel, you know, when we're with others in general and in specific, particularly uh, with groups, but in general, also any one-to-one -one relationship affects their chakra. And so when we're, do we have a chronic shyness? Are we uh, habitually dominant? Are we a control freak? Are we um, a social climber? Are we offended when somebody doesn't respect us? That's normal, but that's called an inappropriate response. Inappropriate in the sense that it's not balanced. But not balanced in the sense that there's an emotional charge. Uh, and that's a first, second, third chakra blockage, particularly second and third. Uh, so this is just another formulation of what I've been talking about, we've been talking about in many, many sessions, and all the healing and balance material too. So it's very simple-minded, actually. And so Don didn't realize how, uh, you know, he, he's, he, he has a complicated mind. And so uh, he has uh, complicated um, a, uh, his approach to the material. Not that it's simple-minded, this material. And his questions, in many cases, are excellent and got us everything here. So I have a lot of gratitude. Meanwhile, uh, the, the point of how do you assess which energy centers are activated and in no immediate need of further attention, this is, I would never think like that. Which energy centers are not activated and in need of immediate attention? Uh, they're all in need of attention. It's not immediate attention. It's not a crisis. Or maybe we're having a crisis. But crisis or no crisis, all chakras are undeveloped. First, second, third for everyone is blocked somewhat. Anyone who says, my first, second, third chakras are fully unblocked is a fool, in my view. Of course, do you know? Do you see? Do you see the etheric the etheric coloration? Do you see the light of each of each ray with your eyes? Of course you don't. Not you. I'm not blaming you, you folks. But I'm saying, you know, people are goofy. And so Don has some wrong view, in my humble opinion, that there'll be some chakras that have no need for any work. Well, I think that's wrong. Uh, you know, even Carla, when Ra talked about her, even when he, you know, talked about her, her centers uh, of development, do you think that she never had emotional charge? Do you think that she was uh, a walking in saintliness with total perfect love, wisdom, moment by moment? Of course not. And so, let's get real. And so, all chakras need work. 
particularly, of course, two, three, four, five, six. And uh, all chakras have some degree of activation, and all chakras are not fully perfected. So all chakras are involved in all distortions all the time. Yet we can understand that there's particular uh, foci, focuses, foci of chakras that are more involved in this or that uh, than in another case. But it's simple-minded to think that, okay, now I'll work on my second chakra because everything else is okay. It's not like that. If you have any problem whatsoever, ever, we can assume it, it, emotional problem, emotional charge, confusion, lack of clarity, lack of uh, wellness, ever, anytime, then it, we're talking about second, third chakra blockages. How else? And so uh, that's how I see this. Yet, and so I don't think it's necessary to look at my behavior during the day and say, was this a second chakra, or was this a third chakra, or was this a fourth chakra? Uh, no, I don't think that's so helpful because I assume second, third chakras still have blockage. I would never assume otherwise. Now, if we're doing analysis of symptomology, body illness, sickness, disease, um, it's very helpful to, to, to associate particular chakra zones or realize that the particular body zone of the particular disease is associated with the particular issues of that particular chakra. So, uh, neck problem, fifth ray. Gut problem, what, for a second, third? It depends. Sexual problem, for a second. Uh, digestive problem, third. Uh, water issue, second. Kidney issue, second. Uh, heart problem, fourth. Head problem, six. You know, eye problem, four. Ear problem, five. Mouth problem, two and three. You know, it's doable. But, I mean, the bottom line is that we, we, don't, we, we don't walk in perfected love-wisdom balance. We don't walk in perfected love-wisdom balance. So we should assume that second and third rays are blocked somewhat. I don't think that's unreasonable at all. Well, it's, it's very subtle, all of this. In one sense, um, Don has oversimplified and overcomplicated. <laughs> He's oversimplifying and overcomplicated simultaneously. It's overcomplicated in the sense that it's not necessary uh, to uh, to identify particular distortions to particular chakras. It's really just not necessary. It's helpful to identify particular disease mechanisms, body symptomology, illness, uh, body problems with particular chakras, yes, as to uh, doing mind healing, spiritual healing, self-healing. However, uh, if, if, I'm, if I have some emotional reaction uh, anytime, anywhere, to anything, uh, I, I will assume I, it's a second, third chakra blockage issue. I don't need to go more than that. So he's overcomplicated, I think, the um, self-analysis or self-observation process uh, on the first pass. What really is needed, you see, Don has a mechanistic approach, and Ra counseled on and talk, spoke against that or spoke uh, anent that, anent, A-N-E-N-T, anent that a few times. And you'll see that later in the session. So <clears throat> to have some view that I'm going to um, be an initiate, 
by focusing on this chakra and then that chakra and then the other chakra and then doing this, doing that. That's not the path. It just doesn't work that way. Even on the magical path or those um, progressing primarily on the wisdom line or 1357, uh, one has to see oneself holistically. And um, Ra said later on in the session, um, let's see, where's the quote? Uh, the, the entity, 4220, the entity, child or adult, as you call it, is not an instrument to be played. <laughs> you, are not a, you are not a machine and not an instrument to work on this and then I work on that. That's not how it goes. So there's an over-complexity or, or a complication uh, and a mistaken approach, I think, that Ra's speaking against uh, to say that you should just look at this one and then go to that one Ra's not saying that that's the way it's done. However, uh, where Don is uh, not uh, not complex enough or has oversimplified is uh, the psychological self-analysis that's needed to understand the causal basis of any distorted reaction or emotional charge. So uh, I walk in the room and someone uh, you know, says a bad thing to me. Or I have a relationship with someone and they uh, break promise, which happens all the time. Um, or I want something and uh, she doesn't want it. Or somebody says, oh, you're a bad teacher, or you're a bad guy, or something, something. And I get upset. Well, obviously it's second, third chakra blockage. Obviously it's an inadequate development of love wisdom. Obviously. What now? What now, I think, for me... Uh, is a psychological uh, self-assessment. Why exactly am I upset if someone criticizes or blames me or judges me or considers me whatever, considers me evil, considers me controlling, or, or uh, breaks a promise, uh, you know, doesn't want what I want? Why am I upset about that? Well, then we have to do some uh, more subtle self-introspection, like, uh, I was deprived when I was growing up, you know, the typical psychological uh, framework, uh, but that's not the end of the line either. Uh, I was always judged as a child in the family. I always felt inadequate to my older brother who always got approval from my mom, or um, I, uh, you know, wanted something so much, so, you know, five years ago when I was a child or something. And uh, my father broke his promise, and I was so upset, but I couldn't explain it or couldn't express it. Uh, and I've stuffed it, and now I have a particular sensitivity to this or that. Why do I have a particular sensitivity to this or that? The answer is found by a more subtle psychological self-reflection. That's not simple, and that's obviously second, third chakra. But just knowing it's second and third chakra it doesn't really heal it. Uh, and Ra is not counseling, uh, you know, do some kind of magical visualization of this chakra, filling it with light or seeing it this way or that way, and then you're healed. It doesn't work that way. And some people play themselves, try to play themselves that way, and it doesn't work. I mean, at least doesn't work to my perception of their maturity. Yes, yes, but, you know, it's very important to read very carefully. It's very important to understand every phrase if we really want to understand what Ra is saying. And 
um, in your first questioning and in Ra's response, 4211, they did, and in Don's question, he is focused on energy centers, which are activated and which are not activated. This is a wrong, this, this is a shallow approach. They're all blocked somewhat, they're all activated or in process somewhat, and the, the second paragraph of Ra's answer is, the entity may then place these distortions in the proper vibrational ray. It just means understand that such that particular distortions are associated with particular chakra blockages. But we already know that the that all chakras relate to all function. We already know that any emotional charge is going to be second, third chakra. Uh, if it's alone, it's obviously more related to second. If it's re related to relationship or other group, it's more second and third. But in all cases, it's inadequate love wisdom, inadequate acceptance, inadequate comprehension or understanding or cog uh, comprehension of our own psychological process, how it is that we become emotionally reactive. So Ra did, Don's question did focus on chakra, and Ra's answer did focus on chakra, but that's um, a first pass. And once that's done, then the deeper way is um, look look within and know thyself and know the causes uh, and that's you know you can use the approach like Ross said when you find impatience find the corresponding patience it's discover the polarities discover and accept the polarity uh, within one's own mind as the way as part of the exercise for initiation of mind and then discover and accept the polarities manifest by others or others' mind. So when somebody's totally upset with us, uh, we can uh, move to accept and understand uh, the polarity of their mind, meaning where are they where are they coming from, and uh, what it really means is why are they getting so upset? Well, uh, if you just say, "Oh, you're a jerk. I hate you," uh, that doesn't move to understanding. Uh, understanding would come from knowing uh, the causal basis. Oh, that person, uh, you know, was hurt or disappointed before. Or that person expects what's impossible. They came into the relationship expecting, uh, you know, some kind of fairyland or some kind of perfect uh, union, uh, which I may expect, but that's wrong. It's, it's reasonable to want it, but it's unreasonable to expect it when the basis is not there. So, uh, and that's how we can forgive others. You know, the person who does some kind of negative action, which may be really negative action, to the self, without love, um, harmful, not, not, not kindly, uh, we may blame and hate and judge, sure, it's fine, now what? Now what means either you get stuck in it or you move through it. And so if you want to move through it, you've got to come to understand and accept where they're coming from. It doesn't mean we support it. It doesn't mean we allow it to continue. It doesn't mean we continue a relationship with them. It just means that we know where they're coming from. And act accordingly, according to whatever you think is best. That's how I see it. So um, slotting uh, the, the correspondence of particular distortions or emotional charge reactivity to particular chakra blockage or lack of activation, to me is a first step, 
but it doesn't really go, it's really not necessary, it really doesn't take us very far. Uh, Ra is not saying, and I wouldn't recommend, uh, specific chakra visualizations to remove the uh, emotional charge source. And people do that and they're trying to play themselves like an instrument. And uh, those people end up shallow in my, in my book. So, and, and distorted too. So, if you look closely at Ra's answer, you see no. Ra wa, Don was addressing correspondence between distortion and, ch and chakra. Ra was answering that too. Ra's very faithful. But that's really not, I think, where the deeper work is. Next time, we will backtrack to what was uh, unrecognizably skipped 41. Session 41 is also a solid metaphysics where um, we'll find topics such as more on magic and the raw contact and we'll see what Don was doing in terms of his practice Golden Dawn White Magical uh, some very very fall very solid answer 41.4 about the Sun what is the Sun give me a description of the Sun great question 41.4 and then uh, some more about sixth density and uh, first and second density and a bit more of cosmology, biology, orange ray, uh, lots of stuff, fasting, balancing, oh my god. So uh, very solid, solid teaching and also Ra's history. So 41 is uh, another magnum opus and uh, I'm sure we'll all be in attendance, uh, but we'll be better prepared. So, uh, that'll be it for today. Thank you so much for being here, uh, for your patience and understanding. I hope it's been valuable. It's been valuable for me. Thank you to all our ones with us. Good night. See you next time.